Hey everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Locker. It is a Thursday, which means it's, it's solo rich day, which I'm starting to like these a little bit more, but I gotta get Eliza back on here in the Leadership Locker. Uh, we have so much to talk about, so many things that we're always going through with the business. So uh, hello, hopefully all is well. We're gonna get right into complaining, complaining about your clients, complaining about your prospects, complaining about who you attract. Uh, all this is very much directly related to your marketing efforts and your content creation. And we'll get into that in a second. Uh, but please know uh, this is sponsored by Rich Cardona Media. We have a new model, new, new model, where we show up and shoot three months of content for you. We'll give it back to you in three, uh, two weeks, two weeks. I don't think it's ever been three weeks. We'll get that back to you because look, you don't have the time. You don't have the time to do the research either. You don't want to get on camera. You don't want to buy cameras. You don't want to do any of that. Uh, that is what we can really help you do. But more importantly, like, look, very high quality sound, very high quality video. But I will be there to walk you through your message and your authenticity so you show up exactly how you want. That's why you don't make content. You don't make content because you're like, how am I going to sound? Is this too salesy? Is this presenty? Is this too stiff? Like, that's where the magic really is. So info at richcardonamedia.com if you are interested in that. And last side note, rate and review this podcast, please, if it gives you any value. Uh, hopefully by the time this airs, we will have hit the 100 reviews uh, that I was aiming to get to by the end of February 2021. And because of those reviews, the podcast is just going places I didn't think it'd go. So I'm very, very happy about that. So let's get back into your funnel. Okay, your funnel. You know, I don't know, marketing funnels or sales funnels, whatever you want to call them, all it really is, is just kind of the, the sales process, right? How many people can you attract? How many of those people can you keep their attention? How many people will walk away after they hear the price point, and then how many people really, really admire uh, what you're about, what you can deliver, have a good time with the price point, and then can commit. Okay, like it, there's so many different variances of funnels, but what everyone's concerned about is all the people that they're attracting, and then sometimes the people that they have attracted to the point where they've onboarded them. Now, what happens here is when you get to the point as a business owner, when you start to complain about the people you're attracting or complaining about the clients that you have, it's usually directly correlated to the message you're putting out. The messages you're putting out should, and look, I'm not, I'm refining this all the time, but the messages that you're putting out should absolutely positively be made for the people that need you that need your product, that need your service. And there's obviously ways to do that where you're not some spammy, salesy, bullshit, you know, content marketer. There's ways to do it. Obviously, stories, social proof is the best proof. Uh, testimonials, results, views, comments, engagement. All these things are, are things that you can leverage uh, in order to kind of fill that potential funnel of people, that pipeline of people that can have a further and more detailed conversation with you about what you can do for them. But when you're doing it wrong, and again, I'm, I'm going to, I have to own it. Like this has happened to me multiple times. When you're doing it wrong, you end up working with people who 
are not necessarily your ideal client or you're you're wasting a ton of time talking to people who are not your ideal prospects. Now, how can you qualify them in advance? That's kind of tricky. If you're doing strictly ads, um, you know, you could kind of call it out in the ads. If you're putting money behind ads, you have to put money behind kind of qualifiers, specifically saying, I work with seven to eight figure entrepreneurs, things of that nature. But if you're doing it organically, which is um, the reason I want to talk about organic only is because that's we haven't paid for anything yet. Uh, when you're doing it organically, you are going to get a ton, a ton of interest if you're doing good things. And you will have DMs that's like, I'd love for you to review my last video. I'd love for you to help me optimize my LinkedIn profile. But we're on the verge of like being pretty like really high ticket. Um, meaning there is no time for consulting. There is no time for those kind of reviews. There's time for video and editing the video and delivering that to you and then us being on our way and you letting us know if you want to do it again in three months. Why? Because the clients that we were attracting were the type of people that could not and would not put in the work after the video, after the distribution, okay? These are people who do not have a system or a process in place or personnel to assist in doing something with the activity that the videos yield. This is specific to us, but it applies to all, meaning they can easily say, hey, I'm not seeing anything out of this. They could say to you, hey, you know, um, I don't have my six pack yet, or hey, I haven't lost this many pounds, or hey, I'm not running faster than I used to, or hey, this dress doesn't make me look as hot as I thought, whatever it is. The reason these people are potentially a pain or the reason you start to have this weird resentment or animosity is because they are not doing the full picture. They either have been educated and have chosen not to do these things that will enhance the chances of their success, or they have been educated and don't give a shit. And that's not what you want, okay? And that's why we have to narrow down our services dramatically. Because, and that's why you should consider it too, but you can end up through so many rabbit holes of saying, I can do this, but in case you don't have this, I can also do this. Uh, let, me, let me try and give you an example. Okay, I'm a coach. Uh, I mean, it's just so easy. I'm sorry, but I'm going to do fitness. I'm your fitness coach. I can make your workout program. But because of my past experiences, I know that your nutrition is actually really important and that's going to be really hard to stick to. So I'm going to make sure we have a nutrition plan. Here's where you're going to log your stuff on the app. Here's when I'll email you each month. Here's when you'll weigh yourself. All these, all these different things, okay? The next thing you know, you're like, these people uh, simply are not losing weight and you know you can't watch them eat and you know they're probably not following your guidelines. So because you, this is a crazy scenario, you happen to be local, you're like, I am going to make 10 meals for you per week, okay? I'm gonna make 10 meals for you per week because even if that makes a 25% difference, the scale is gonna to start to move and the inches are gonna to start to come off. 
Okay, so look at all the different things that just happened there. You could literally simply deliver a workout program, but you decided to deliver more. You decided to overcomplicate things with all these extra calls and all these other things. We bake in so much into our prices out of the fear that what we are providing is not valuable enough. And what we don't do is put premium prices on all the additional things that require like our time and our one-on-one -on -one attention, which is a mistake that we've certainly made. And then I know a lot of my colleagues and counterparts have made who are also small business owners or entrepreneurs. So what do you do? This is not simply about raising the price because you want to raise the price. Financially, we don't have specific financial goals. We have specific amount of people that we want to help, a specific amount of projects that we want to take on, a specific amount of podcast guests that can result from some of the people that we work with. There's a lot of different variables and money's not it. So please don't take this as I'm saying, raise your prices just so you could add more revenue or so you get a bigger paycheck or so you could hire more people. All those things can potentially happen, but that's, that's not necessarily the driver. So what the hell do you do? What the hell do you do? It starts with your content. Look at your content. Look at the content and read it, try and read it from your ideal client's perspective and ask yourself, does this fit their need? Does this speak to them? Does this evoke emotion from them? Have people who are your ideal clients, but who you know will never do business with you because they're a friend or family or who knows what, or can't, you know, can't afford it, whatever, don't want to, don't care. Ask those people to check it out as well. Be like, does this resonate with you? And they're gonna give you the feedback. So for us, it would be, you know, seven to eight figure entrepreneur who doesn't have uh, re regular video content or content at all. And we can determine, you know, would this be helpful for you if it only took a few hours every 90 days? <laughs> and, you know, and they will let you know if the message makes sense or not. So the other part of this is your content creation, the, what you're making should also involve a copywriter if you don't have a copywriter. That is unbelievably important because sometimes you may be able to speak to a camera, you might not, you might feel completely comfortable in front of a camera, but your copy is just trash or your copy is amazing and you're not great on camera and that, that camera angle could definitely help you if you had the right person. So. Uh, your messaging is going to be the key in helping you have more people to choose from instead of less. That is the takeaway. How big can you fill your potential pipeline or your funnel of the people that you want to work with, not the people that you're going to have to scrape 40% off the top of it, 40% of the people in your pipeline off, off the bat because you automatically know that this amount of money is going to be something that they're going to contest to begin with. And you can't have that. You want to work with the people who look at what you're offering as a value add, who have very little objections, who have acknowledged the questions that you would hope they would ask, and they ask them. And then ultimately, someone who really understands that you are solving a legitimate problem that they currently have. Business is not, that's a nice to have. You don't get freaking the navigation system on a car anymore, do you? You never take that option because you have ways. 
So when people ask you that, or when you rent a car and they're like, would you like, uh, you know, gar- uh, what, I don't even know what they're called, the GPS packages. Like, are you out of your mind? Why would I want something? It's not a problem. It's not a problem. This is like offering snow chains in Arizona. Like, hello. So same thing here. Okay, you don't want people to take you on because it's a nice to have, because you might end up having to convince them down the road that it's a nice to have. Do not stack your deliverables and your time because you do not believe that you are worth the price of what you're charging. The price is the freaking price. Fill your funnel with who you want to work with. And if you can't do that, then you can do some experiments in which you say, look, Rich, I really have a good feeling. I really know that this could be something special for you. And I'd like to give it to you for you know 40% off. I want the opportunity to work with you and show you what this is all about. This is not a cop-out, okay? This is a conscious decision. This is not you getting really scared um, and, and lowering the price for someone shitty. This is you having the ideal client in front of you and wanting to demonstrate to them like, look, this is the real deal. Like you will win if you use this product or if you take us on for this service. That's what this is. It's a conscious decision to build, what did I say earlier? The social proof. Social proof is the best marketing. Social proof is the best marketing. So let me be absolutely clear. If I approach Alex Rodriguez of A-Rod Core, and he's like, you know, it sounds good, but I don't think so. And we kind of go through some of the objections, and I really could understand that, you know, he conceptualizes the need for this service. You're damn right I'm ready to go down 40 to 50%. I might even do free work. Honestly, that's a conscious decision because someone like that is my ideal client. Someone like that has content, but not the kind of content that could blow people out of the water. feel like I've rambled enough. So all I'm saying is your funnel is directly related to your content and your messaging. And if you need to figure that out, then take the time to do it instead of taking on people that you will ultimately resent. Because once you start to resent people, you might think that it's a bad idea to have a business. And I don't want you to do that. I never want you to do that. You're doing this for a reason. It's supposed to be ugly. It's supposed to be scary. And if you constantly make the adjustments you need to land in a situation where you're working with the people that you want to work with and the people that are working with you are the ones that want to, then you've won. But you'll just have to win again and again and again. Thank you so much for listening. I have fun doing this. I really have fun doing this. So let me know your thoughts uh, for sure. DM me on LinkedIn. And if you are not uh, already uh, on Clubhouse, uh, let me know. I usually have some invites hanging around. And I'm also on every morning at 8.30, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. for LinkedIn International Office Hours. We do it so we can talk to people all over the world and answer their LinkedIn questions. Because while I do have the business, LinkedIn is my jam and I'd love to help you out. All right. Until next time, peace. Peace.